Welcome to Ready, Set, Scale, a podcast that focuses on how to buy, sell, and use technology solutions in different markets. I'm your host, Shannon Tomlinson, Senior Director of Marketing here at ScanSource. Our topic today focuses on manufacturing, warehousing, transportation, and logistics. But we will really dive into some things that you may not be thinking about in this space, like labels and even RFID. We're joined by Erin Goldberg, Senior Channel Account Manager, Supplies and Identity Solutions at Zebra Technologies. Erin, we are so excited to have you, and we're excited to talk about the importance of selling supplies and how to be successful. Hey, I'm here today with Erin Goldberg with Zebra, and we're going to talk about some supplies and RFID and what successful partners are doing with some of this, and specifically around the warehousing, manufacturing, transportation, and logistics market. So, hey, welcome, Erin. Tell us a little bit more about you and what you do at Zebra. Yeah, for sure. So, as was mentioned, I'm Erin Goldberg. I'm a channel account manager, which means that I work with partners who sell our products. And the main thing about me is that I'm focused almost exclusively on barcode label supplies, card printing, and another group called environmental sensors. So I work with our partners in the western half of the United States and Canada. And my role is to get those partners to grow in those key areas. So you mentioned supplies. So tell me about supplies. What does that mean and why is that important? Yeah, sure. So as you probably know, I mean, Zebra Technologies cut its teeth on the barcode label printer. And so we've got a full suite of barcode label printers from things that are mobile printers to smaller desktop printers, which don't take up a lot of footprint, to our industrial printers, which are much larger and are meant to run 24-7. So the media and the supplies are all the things that run through those printers. So that could be a label, like you see, that has an adhesive back on it. It could be a paper tag that you punch a hole into and hang from some sort of product. Or it could be things like wristbands or, as we'll get into later, probably RFID supplies. And so that's critical because if you're only selling just the printers, you're missing out on the the other half of the business. Absolutely. It's kind of like peas and carrots. They just go together, right? Yes, exactly. And the sexier side of things is to sell hardware. And so a lot of partner reps tend to gravitate towards selling the hardware because you get that big pop in revenue. But one of the messages that we want to get across is never forget about the supplies because the supplies give you that ongoing annuity stream. It's something that can keep you going between those large hardware sales. A typical refresh between hardwares could be as much as five years, sometimes longer. We all know that the Zebra product lines last forever. And so what supplies allow you to do is, well, number one, it allows you to sell through those peaks and valleys. But it also allows you to be very sticky with those customers. It it keeps you in front of them. It keeps you relevant. And so when those hardware refreshes come up, you've already built that relationship. 
Oh, that's a key point, keeping that relationship going and and maintaining that, and especially through some of those valley times. So when we look at that, what are you seeing that some of these partners that are successful in this, how are they doing that? Yeah, sure. And that's a really critical question. Supplies on the face of it can seem really simple. And you don't need a degree in rocket science to be able to figure out the supplies that run through these printers. But it does take a lot of time and a fair amount of details that you have to get right. And the more complex the application, really, the more questions that you need to ask. So what are the super successful partners doing? Well, number one, they all tend to have a dedicated resource to supplies. And it doesn't mean that you necessarily have a person that's dedicated 100% to it. But you have somebody who can understand our systems, understand all the marketing assets that we put out, understand all the educational things that you need to have in order to be successful in this realm. Usually that's assigned to a single person within the organization. And it is that person's job to then socialize that information or be a bridge to Zebra so that when questions arise, typically that specialist or that supply specialist within the partner is there to answer a lot of those questions and and really smooth out the qualifying phase of qualifying supplies. So I would say that's one thing that they're doing. Another thing is that they're always asking about supplies. They're always making it relevant. If a partner says, hey, I need 10 printers or I need 15 printers, the savvy supply sellers are asking, well, what about the supplies? You obviously need, Mr. Customer, you obviously need supplies to run through this. So give me a chance to quote that. And then the third thing I would point to is sort of being the expert in this area. And so end users typically respond very well to those that understand the space and help guide them through the choices. So whether that's sort of a complex application where you've got either high heat or extreme colds, or you've got a situation where you've got a tag or a label exposed to chemicals and things like that, understanding all those nuances and and building up all the education you need really goes a long way. And, you know, I've seen savvy partners who do this extremely well land those half million dollar deals or those million dollar deals simply because they understand the space, they understand the importance of it, they give the time and the energy to it, but they're also there as a consultant to the customer to make sure that they're quoting the best materials and and really creating a best match for their specific application. No, you're exactly right. I mean, having that focus and that attention to that makes all the difference. But the first step in that is asking the questions and knowing that, hey, if my partner's buying these printers, they need the media and the supplies to go with it. So it's just having that, taking that next step to get even more, even more done, even stickier, just makes so much more sense. How do they go about getting to that expert level? What are tools or resources or how do they do that? Yeah, there's really a multi-step process. And when you think about it, it's an ongoing conversation. So step one is to use all the resources that we post, for example, on Partner Gateway. We've got 
extensive training tools, whether that's our learning management system, where you go in and take courses specifically on supplies, or you go through and do our e-supplies workbook with all the links. And we've got a number of resources in, in Partner Gateway to walk you through that. So that's one piece of it. The other thing is part of my job is to get our partners up to speed on supplies and to keep them trained and up to date. So I would say to the extent that you can leverage me, I certainly can put together a one hour or or even multiple sessions to bring you up to speed on supplies. And we can start at the real basic levels, the, the 101. How do you qualify an opportunity in supplies? What resources do you need? And so I can take you through all that. And then I would just say, the more you do as a partner contact, the more times you're involved in a supplies opportunity, the more you'll pick up. So I wouldn't necessarily wait until you're entirely trained up on supplies to get going. I'm a firm believer in getting your feet wet by asking the questions and then training yourself as you go. And so those are some of the things that we can do. There's, of course, many other ways to build that knowledge. Yeah, I love that. You don't have to have your PhD in it. Just start. There's plenty of resources. Like you said, I know even through ScanSource, we have in conjunction with Zebra, the Supply Selector Guide. So we can post that link also available after this chat so that people have that as well. But yeah, I think jumping in and doing it and just having that that mental note that there are resources to help you, but ask the questions, get it started, right? Yeah, for sure. You know, we've got a number of resources, not just myself, but we have a custom quoting team who is there to not only answer questions about all our stocked and custom materials, but they're there to smooth out the process for those advanced supply sales where you're you're getting into custom sizes or custom materials. So it's not just myself. There's actually a team of folks on my side that manage that. But yeah, I agree 100%. Don't wait to pick up all the knowledge. Start asking the questions and then let that application lead you to the other questions you need to ask Zebra or ScanSource in order to close that sale. Absolutely. Hey, Aaron, let's jump in a little more on the manufacturing, transportation, logistics. Let's talk about that and what makes this vertical a little unique in your opinion. Great point. And, you know, it sort of lends itself to vertical selling in general. And you'll find that the different verticals use slightly different materials. So when you look at, say, healthcare versus manufacturing, you know, each have their nuances and understanding those nuances becomes important. You know what questions to ask, you know what type of supplies they're likely to have, you know what's going to be relevant and what's not. So specifically within manufacturing and TNL, the manufacturing space is something I know very well. You know, I came from actually a remanufacturing environment. And so we lived and breathed Zebra for a number of reasons. So whenever a product came in the door, we had to track it through our facility from the time it came in on our dock door until it, you know, we shipped out a finished product. And so there are different labels 
and different materials that you use throughout that process. So when a product came in, we labeled it with not a fancy label, just a direct thermal label. It was just enough to track it through our facility. And then it would be tracked throughout each of the processes. So that's one label. That's an inbound sort of work in progress label. And you'll see that in every single manufacturing operation. The other thing is, is when we were done remanufacturing, whether that was a printed circuit board or in this case, a business telephone or something along those lines, we always put a warranty sticker on the bottom of the label. Now, this was the synthetic, the small synthetic label. When it was removed, it left the word void on the product that we were shipping to make sure that it wasn't prematurely tampered with. And that was something that you could track the warranty with. If it came back under warranty, we could scan that back into our system and process it. So when you think about a manufacturing operation, the two biggest areas I would say are work in progress, that internal label that's used, the finished goods label that goes on the product when it goes out the door. And then finally, as these shipments get aggregated, there's always shipping labels on the outbound side. Now, there are other areas in TNL and manufacturing that you want to keep an eye out for, things like crosstalk labels or labels to keep track of internal machinery and things of that nature. But those tend to be relatively small in scope. It's those other three areas, the shipping label, the receiving label, the work in progress label, and the finished product labeling. Those are the key areas I would focus on. Those are good key points because you're right. I mean, all manufacturers are using these and need this. It just makes sense. So it's part of that process. And again, part of that mindset that if you're looking at the space that you're selling into, you got to keep in mind the use cases and what they're using every day. Yeah, for sure. And this is something actually Zebra can help with. We've done things called on-site assessments where you bring a guy who is you know one of my counterparts on-site for a larger opportunity it obviously it needs to make sense but you have a label specialist come on site and you walk the floor with them we get the end user to tell us about their processes and tell us what labels and media they're using and boy you'd be surprised at how much money can be saved by consolidating labels by coming up with processes that are easier to follow, by reducing the materials. In some cases, the labels that they're using are are overkill, and maybe we can suggest something that is less expensive. But then beyond that, with these on-site label assessments, we can figure out what other opportunities there are. Because oftentimes, when we look at an operation, we can come up with other labels that will help streamline the process or will help them track things better. Oftentimes, when you sit down with the end user and understand their business at a fundamental level, there are some suggestions that we can provide. So if that's something of interest, you know, I would urge you to reach out to ScanSource and then we can help in that regard. I mean, what an awesome way to build an even stronger relationship with that customer to bring somebody on site and go, hey, we can save you money and help streamline just by looking at the labels that you're using. I mean, to me, that is a, that's a win-win across the board. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. And I, I would say that 
any interaction with the customer is obviously better done in person. And it's, I think the end users really appreciate the engagement and the investment in time. So when we're looking at this, who are we selling to in this manufacturing and transportation logistics space? I mean, what are those personas that we're looking for? Yeah, really good question. And it's something that we're, Zebra, very focused on, not only in this year, but also going into next year. And so we're keenly aware of personas. And to be 100% honest, this is an area where we think we can improve. And so we're getting the word out to our partners and our partner contacts and encouraging them to try to figure out who the personas are, because ultimately, especially in these big opportunities where you're selling hundreds of thousands of dollars, we know both from experience and research that the higher the dollar amount, the more personas are involved. You may not have contact with them but you can bet they're going to be part of that decision-making process. Right. And the personas are different within each vertical. So they're going to be different in healthcare versus manufacturing and, and TNL. So for starters, within manufacturing and TNL, the traditional ones that we've dealt with are purchasing managers or an IT person. The ones that I think that we need to get better at reaching into are folks like the product manager. So the product manager is somebody who's responsible for the overall look and feel of a product. They're responsible for sourcing all the things that go into that product, whether it's a label or a component. And they're somebody who I would definitely want to reach out to in that space to understand if they have a role in it. And so one of the things that you can ask when you're searching for personas is, okay, who else needs to sign off on this deal in order to get it right? And that's one way to sort of expand the basket of personas that you're dealing with. Some of the other possible personas that we've identified in this space are the operations folks, the people that are responsible for work in progress. They're going to be responsible for the entire process of the build for that item in a manufacturing environment. So you can bet they have a say in what labels are used. Other folks could be like an IT person or even a chief technology officer or somebody at a higher level. And so again, we're encouraging our partners and encouraging the contacts, the, the sales folks who are on the front line when they're engaging with Zebra, when they're engaging with ScanSource, to make sure that they're talking to those extra personas. Yeah, it's always good to understand, especially for our resellers, to understand the mindset and the persona of the end customer, that end user. Who's doing it? Who's using it? Who's making the decisions? Who has influence into those decisions? And to understand that. So appreciate that um, Zebra is digging into that and creating those personas to make sure that we are all aware and aligned. I know at one point, Erin, you and I talked and touched a little bit on RFID, and I want to jump into that just a little bit today because we're hearing a lot about that again. I know we keep saying over and over, RFID is coming, it's coming. Well, it's been here for a while, but I think this might be the year for it. So what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I agree 100% with that. And for us, the RFID space is the fastest 
growing segment within supplies for us. It is growing double digits, in some cases by 30% a year. And we are making large investments in RFID labels and tags by adding press capacity so that we can convert those materials. We recently hired a gentleman named Andrew Van Dyke, who is an RFID specialist in this space. So it's definitely a huge growing area. And so if we just take a step back and ask ourselves, well, what are the drivers of that? And so one of the reasons is that the costs for these RFID inlays that get embedded into the labels and the tags, the price has been coming down steadily. So now we've reached an area in time where, say, an inlay, we're down to five cents a tag or five cents a label. And that's really a critical juncture because it means that our customers and your customers can deploy this for not as much money as it was in the past when it was, say, 30 cents or 50 cents a label. Right. There's other trends in this area as well. So I think that the software component that keeps track of those RFID tags and provides all the back-end information about those tags, that's come a long way. And now we're starting to see software that's easy to use, easy to scale. So we have independent software vendors in this space that have produced products that are not only affordable, but they're also scalable and they're customizable to, in particular, manufacturing environments, but also retail. So beyond that, we could also point to major initiatives by the major retail companies out there like Walmart. So Walmart has put together a huge initiative to label all of their sort of high value items within their stores. And the ROI is there because the sooner they can restock their shelves, the sooner they're aware that their inventory is depleted, the sooner they've got insight to that inventory, well, that's more sales in their pockets. And Walmart has crunched the numbers and they realize the return on investment in this space is huge for them. And so they've, they're expanding. And when Walmart takes on an initiative like that, you can be sure that other major retailers and others in the space will follow as well. Yeah, but that's what we're hearing too. So we just want to make sure that we are all aware that this it really could be the year for RFID. I mean, I think it's come a long way. And when you've come a long way and the price has come down and it's accessible, it just makes it easier to do. And it makes sense because the ROI is there. It's seen. Yeah, it's absolutely true. And then if we just take a look at the, the technology itself, I mean, what does it allow you to do? Instead of taking eight hours to do a full inventory on a massive amounts of goods that you've got sitting on a, either a warehouse shelf or a retail shelf, it allows you to provide that information, in some cases, instantaneous, if you set it up that way, or to be able to complete the inventory in a matter of minutes where before it took days. And so that's real dollar savings. And that's why I think that this space is growing so much. Zebra and ScanSource are leaning into it. We're providing all the things that our partners need in order to fulfill these solutions for these end users. Absolutely. So I'm glad you said that. So let me lead you into this question. Why Zebra? Why ScanSource? Why distribution when it comes to supplies? 
Yeah, for sure. Those are great questions. So I'll start with the why zebra, and then we can lead into the why scan source. So first of all, why zebra? And the major reason is that we're selling all the hardware, all the printers. And so we have a bird's eye view into that technology, and we can pick and choose materials and build a portfolio around those printers. So all of our labels and tags are designed and tested to operate fully within our printers. So that's the number one reason why you might want to bundle it together. Zebra printers with Zebra supplies. The other thing in terms of why Zebra is we don't just pay lip service to that. Actually, we have a guarantee. So one of the things that we offer is called print head protection. So with print head protection, if you have Zebra printers and Zebra supplies, we will replace any broken print head for the life of that printer. That's how confident we are in both the quality of the materials and the quality of our products. And so we, we don't just pay lip service to it, we stand by it. And that's an agreement that you can take on with any end user. And so that's some of the reasons why I would say why Zebra. As far as why ScanSource, so ScanSource in distribution in general allows Zebra to scale. Anytime that we can run a large job of materials and ship it to one location, well, that just allows us to be 100% efficient. And so we'd like to do it that way. It's much easier for our operations if we have one large order versus, say, 100 smaller orders. And that goes for whether we're shipping to 100 locations or we're doing 100 different jobs. We prefer the big jobs and the big shipments. So that's number one. The other thing is just scale. I mean, ScanSource has the ability to reach out to multiple partners and to provide that extensive support. We certainly don't have all the resources to support all of our partners in the way that they need to. And so ScanSource has an army of people that help us do that. And so that's part of the reason. The other thing I would say is that ScanSource offers other things, including financing or different financial arrangements that Zebra just simply can't do. And so those are some of the reasons that it would point to the why ScanSource. You're exactly right. I mean, we are here to work as a team and help scale business, not only for Zebra and for ScanSource, but most importantly for our partners to make sure that they're getting everything that they need, printers, supplies, information, on-site trainings, whatever it is, we're here to make sure that they have that. So thank you for that. That was a nice plug for us. So we appreciate that. What else, Erin, do we need to talk about when it comes to supplies? Well, you know, when you get into these supply deals, you're going to want some sort of support. And so I want to at least mention some of the other things that we're doing to help drive sales and support you in your sales. So I would encourage you to reach out to ScanSource or reach out to Zebra whenever you have a really large opportunity because we want to go to back for you. And oftentimes, especially on these larger, more complex label and tag sales, we can offer what's called a price concession, where we actually discount it to a certain extent to help you win that business. So I mentioned the print head protection program. You've got 
that resource. You've got the resource of the price concession. And then the other thing I would also point to, you know, is build a full solution, sell the printer, sell the supplies, and even offer something like a trade-in on that printer. So we offer cash back when you trade in either an old Zebra printer or better yet, a competitor printer. We love to see that. You can get a rebate on the back end, and that's called our you know, Zebra rebate or a Zebra trade-in program. And so those are some of those tools. We've got others as well to help you close sales. So we're here, you know, as was mentioned, we're here to support you in uh, whatever you need. I love that. The support and the resources, we're here to help. Aaron, I think we've done a good job of educating today. I think that was a lot of information. I thought it was a very good information. We answered some whys. We gave some stats. I think they're ready for it. I think they can go sell this. What do you think? Yeah, I'm I'm 100% convinced that they're ready. And again, if they're not, we're here to bring them up to speed. Absolutely. Absolutely. Aaron, thank you so much. We appreciate you being on this today. We'd like to thank everyone for listening to our latest episode of Ready, Set, Scale. Special thank you to Aaron for coming on and sharing with us. This episode was brought to you by our sponsoring suppliers, Cisco, Zebra, Adtran, iPhone, Custom America, Eaton, Elo, Epson, Honeywell, Jabra, March Networks, Poly, Proclip, Sado, Trednet, and Unitech. For more information on this and other verticals, check out scansource.com slash discover opportunity. Do you have a business question you've always wanted answered but haven't had the opportunity to ask? If the answer is yes, please visit us at scansource.com slash RSS question and submit it. It could be featured on a future episode. Also, be sure to stay in touch and follow ScanSource on LinkedIn and Twitter for industry-related content as well as what's happening at ScanSource. Thank you for listening and remember, thank ScanSource for all your technology needs.